1: What's happening, Mike Schmidt, forty-year-old boy podcast? I remembered how to do the beginning of the show. <laughs> Actually, I, you know what? I didn't remember. Actually, I have I have a script right here. Uh, hey, what's happening, Mike Schmidt, forty-year-old boy podcast? How you doing, folks? It's been a while. It's been a while, as our friends in stained will say to you, and I will say to you. And that's guy. What's that guy? Aaron Lewis? Is that his name? He's another one of those guys who was like, hey, man, rock and roll. I totally love it. It's been a while. And then later on, he's just like, hey, man, I love the president. Trump. He's great. And you're like, what happened to these assholes? How did this? I, I had to watch. dude. <laughs> all right. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to be this guy. And first of all, let me tell you this. Uh, I might sound weird today because I can't open my mouth very wide. Uh, not that I open my mouth all the way. What if I did? What if I? <laughs> Aha! Oh, that was dumb. I said I couldn't open my mouth wide.
0: What's wrong with you? I don't
1: know. Well, I have. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, you, cause you guys would think that I'm just not doing shows all contraire. Uh, did you ever watch twilight zone? The movie where, uh, the kid wishes people into the cornfield and then yeah. his sister was yelling at him and they show her and she's got no mouth. Yep. I met that kid two weeks ago. We had, we mm-hmm. crossed swords and uh, I just got my mouth back. Sadly, he <laughs> said, he said, you know what? And he sealed me up. He's like, ha ha. He goes, I will keep you from the thing you love most. Your podcast. ha. <laughs> yes. He knows me better than anyone, for Christ's sake. Um, <laughs> but my mouth is hurting. I have a painful mouth right now, and I, so I don't know uh, if I'll be able to chat with you uh, properly. I mean, I'll talk; certainly, I'll do the best I can. Do I sound I sound normal now? I think I don't know, but I have a. Uh, it's summer, and as you know, summer is the uh, is the season of unidentified winged creatures flying around Ooh. your house. I don't know where they've come from or where they what they plan on doing. Uh, and also it 's the season of oh my God, I got a paper cut on my mouth, and i i don 't know if it 's just it 's just drying you know dry mouth or whatever the fuck, and it 's just your lips get kind of chapped, but it 's kind of a winter thing, I guess for most people, but for me uh in the summer, I get you know and look let 's just let 's talk about my bed bedtime routine all right, shall we do this uh as, when I go to bed i I brush my teeth clearly, I use a nice close up i I buff it out there with my reach toothbrush with the giant fucking head. Uh, and then of course at night it's like I here's here's what I do I use two different mouthwashes that's what I use I use a, I have a daytime mouthwash I have a nighttime mouthwash uh, in the daytime <clears throat> I go Sonicare it's blue and it's awesome and I use Sonicare it's very very minty and I use that in the daytime that's what I use to, to stay fresh all day and then at night uh, I use Biotene uh, dry I think it's called and I use that before I go to sleep and I know you're thinking to yourself Mike how did you come upon this unbelievable dental routine. Well, when I went to a dentist a million years ago, they were like, you should use this. And then the other, it was the dentist left the room and another person came and said, you should use this. And I said, I'll use both of them because why not? Look, if you, if you're going to spend $15 on mouthwash, what's keeping you from spending <laughs> $30 on mouthwash, right? Uh, it's true. But I will say this though. I just recently went to the dentist for the first time in eons. It's gotta be it's certainly since Karen left so it's it's 15 years since I've been to the dentist probably 2008 I would imagine because um, when Karen was at Disney we had fucking amazing uh, dental except for me well sadly she did because she worked there but as the spouse, goofy did my teeth so I was that was yeah. fine I dealt with that. Ohhillklklk <laughs> open wide. Hey, that wasn't a bad goofy I haven't, I haven't done a goofy in 20 years either. That wasn't a bad goofy at all. See, look, I'm keeping myself in the microphone when I got a stored up Goofy to drop on you. What's fucking wrong with me, man? I should step right up to the microphone and unleash Goofy upon all of your souls every goddamn week, every goddamn day. What if I pivoted to a daily podcast, says the guy who hasn't done a podcast in three weeks. What if I did? Oh, my God, what a dream. It would be so perfect. Oh, I can do a Goofy Thursday. Just do that. (laughs) um so yeah so i had great disney i did amazing dental care and we went to the oh i've told the story a million look go back and buy year fucking two when i put blood all over the walls of the dentist because i hadn't had my teeth done in like 15 years or whatever the fuck and uh and it was the hot dentist man and wife and uh and it was like the you know the guy was he was attractive and he had glasses on he had a clark Kent feel to him but kind of sandy hair not dark black or brown or blue uh, cause Superman's hair looks blue sometimes in the, in the comic book. Yes. Uh, and by the way, can we, I, all right, look, I'm not a Superman guy. You know, I'm not a Superman guy. I haven't been a Superman guy for a very long time. Uh, and by ev- that, I mean, ever, I was never a Superman guy. You know why? <laughs> I'll tell you this. I was a Superman guy for like two weeks in 1978 because I saw the movie and it was fucking incredible and I fucking loved it. And then, you know what? Bullshit. I was a I was a Superman guy in 1981 when Superman two came out. Uh, General Zod and the fucking and the mute guy and then yeah. the, the hot fucking manic pixie dream girl chick who was Zod's sidekick and they had a big fight and then for some reason Superman threw Ziploc bags at everybody and sealed them up and in, in, in for freshness. I don't know how the fuck that worked, but Superman had a Ziploc S and he threw it on a guy and it wrapped him up in like cling film, which was fucking weird. That seems like the kind of solution like I can understand it. Look, if you're fighting Superman, you're like I got to watch out for heat vision and super strength. If you're fighting mrs cunningham from happy days then you're looking out for cling film then you're like oh my god she's totally gonna throw cling film on me and wrap me up and make me fall into a crevice here in the fortress of solitude which by the way don't get me started on why mrs cunninghams at the fortress of solitude <laughs> but i don't blame her you know why because she was kind of hot and then she's got tom bosley as the husband that was the original hot chick and ugly husband coupling that's what i'm gonna say right now because nowadays it's just you know kevin james is walking around with his fucking. Beefy countenance, and then you got fucking. Was it Leah Remini? Is that the chick who was the fucking? Holy shit, that chick. She's just, I want to see her upside down. God damn, she was fucking hot. Um, but also, uh, so Superman. So I'm not a Superman guy because when I was a kid, again, Batman was Batman and he was funny and colorful and there was all that stuff. But the Superman of my youth was George Reeves. Yep. Who just he just looked like he got finished fixing your engine and then he put on a Superman costume. I mean, it was just like a fucking just a, it was just like someone still someone true? went, Hey man, what would happen if we stuffed a Superman costume full of rice pudding? What would happen? We'd probably get George Reeves, and then he would like fight criminals with fedoras. That was the thing, there was no villains on the old on that fucking Superman show because Batman again, Joker, Penguin, Catwoman, Colorful, Mad Hatter, Egghead. Olga, Queen of the Cossacks, they're all there. The Archer, the Minstrel. Uh, But again, then you go to George Reeves' Superman, and he's fighting a guy who stole a newspaper from a newsstand. What the fuck are you doing, Superman? (laughs) Isn't there better shit for you to do? He might have stopped a train once. He may have stopped like an out-of-control train once. But it's like the Superman radio serial is hilarious because, again, it's on radio. So it's five parts where they do this thing. And Superman is always trying to solve some sort of local zoning issue. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You're Superman. There's no larger thing for you to take care of. Even back then, they should have seen the appeal in Superman fighting the Nazis, right? Don't you think? <laughs> but instead, they've got Superman dealing with some guy whose mail's been stolen out of the box for three days. It's like, man, say, look, I got news for you. a cat's in a tree. Don't call fucking Superman. I know you'll want to. <laughs> I know you're thinking about it. But give Superman a break. There's Nazis to defeat for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs>
1: but now so I was never a Superman guy. That's why. Because my Superman as a kid that he was just a fucking lump. I hated him. I wasn't a fan. It wasn't colorful, it was black and white. It was just not good. But I will say this, uh when the movie came out in seventy eight, it was awesome. Oh, one of those winged creatures is in my face. Get out of my house. Um <laughs> I have fucking. I, there's something wrong with me, man. There, I got stuff. I got so much stuff. It's ridiculous. Jenny, uh, <laughs> that right? That's not even a joke. And it's no, like, it's... I, but it's stuff that I like knew about forever, but I never. Like I just, I, I just want to be an onion. I don't want to peel the onion. I don't want to know that I got layers. I don't want to hear about any fucking layers. that I can just be a fucking onion. Just be a big ass onion. that if you threw it at somebody and hit him in the head, it would hurt you don't want to peel my onion and, and and make people cry i don't know whatever
0: uh, it's you that will cry i will totally
1: i just because i fucking you know you, all right i'll be at all right remember remind me to hold on we gotta get back to superman and what was the other thing we were talking about before superman i don't remember
0: i am so confused
1: uh about summer oh my mouth my oh yeah. dentist, the dentist the dentist all right so we're talking about the dentist i don't know what the fuck that was but real quick, before we do that,
0: your mouth's not working. That's what we were talking about. But, but I
1: just, I, I have stuff wrong with me.
0: Yes. We yeah, all I, do.
1: I, but I know we all do, but I don't give a fuck about it. who cares about everybody. Else? It's my show. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not hosting this show to talk about what's wrong with everybody else. I mean, unfortunately, and here's the thing, like, I know people listening are like, yeah, dude, there's stuff wrong with you. And, and there are people out there like, you know, I'll be like, I think I might have ADHD. And it was like, yeah, stupid. We've known that for fucking a decade. And I'm like, I, I guess, I don't know what the fuck am I supposed to do, man? Um, But I'm starting to like, I don't want to examine my life, but I mean, I'm starting to look at stuff and you're like, stuff that when I was a kid, like it makes sense where I'm like, oh, dude, like, you know, because I always see people that are always like, oh, man, I hate going to a party. I just want to avoid everybody and I'm going to hide. And I'm just like, man, it's crazy. And then I think about it and I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't love going to parties either. I, I have trouble talking to real people. I know that sounds fucking weird. Talking to civilians, like talking to real, like I can talk to comedians but even comedians think I am a fucking jag off sometimes, but like, but and look, I can talk to people. I'm, I'm, I'm a person. I can, I can relate to people on a personal level, but at the same time it, it, you get more than one person talking to me and I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to go duck and cover. Remember they taught us that in school. I'm going to duck and cover and hope a rock doesn't hit me in the spine and a tornado doesn't come. I just fucking want to hide. I, I know it's fucking strange. You know, you know what? And this is completely true. Cause we, we started to record today and I had a meltdown. Um, Because I started recording and I didn't like it. And then I said, can you just erase that? And she's like, I can't just pick it up later and edit it when it gets to your house. And something exploded in my brain that made me go. I I just want to throw my computer into the sea and not talk to anybody ever again. I know. And that's what's wrong with me. That's the thing. Like any, any obstacle. I'm like the, I'm the opposite of every hero you've ever heard of because they're all just like, you know, they, they overcame a challenge and they climbed a mountain, they defeated their, their greatest villain. And they strayed strong in the face of setbacks. And I'm like, Hey man, I'm going to take a nap no matter what, no matter (laughs) anything, anything that goes bad at all. I'm just like, what? Oh man, I I had a typo in a text. I'm never picking up my phone again. It's the weird, I can't explain to you what it means to be overwhelmed by that and maybe you feel it too maybe there are people out there who like can relate to what i'm talking about but this this is i've been thinking about it it's coming to my world lately a lot in and and this completely happened i went i went to lunch with lily last week we went to uh, a a ramen restaurant that her friend owns and uh it's it's great. it's the place where i got the job remember when i got the job and i got fired after 3 days <laughs> yeah uh well we we went there for lunch and uh, I ordered something called Zebra Dip, which is you know ramen. It's it's and I've ordered it from there before to go, and I bring it to my house. Uh, so I ordered it there, and it's uh, it's ramen, and I got the thin noodle. I like a thin noodle, folks, and it comes with a little pork belly, or breaded chicken, or breaded shrimp. Uh, and it's got uh, I ordered corn. I ordered a, a medium uh, egg, a hard boiled egg or medium boiled egg. I uh, get a little yolk in the Zebra Dip with the garlic broth. It's delicious. It's a delight. I've I enjoyed. I've enjoyed it in the past. I'll enjoy it in the future. But I ordered it when we were sitting at the restaurant, we weren't taking it to go. So I, I didn't really think about it. And as we're talking, they come out and they start bringing our lunch and they bring Lily, her soup in her bowl. And they bring uh, our, our, the guest that person that was with us, they bring her, her uh, soup or her and on her plate. And then they bring me like it was, it was a plate in a, in a, it was a bowl of broth and then a plate with all of the stuff that goes in the soup. It was a build your own soup. Like it was a fucking soup puzzle. I, I don't and I've told you this before. I don't want a I don't want a meat puzzle. If I go to the fucking there was a I love a Brazilian steakhouse and I'm like, fuck that. Just give me, give me what I want. Give me a whole sausage. I don't I don't need to ask fucking Jorge to bing off pieces of sausage and flip them at me like a quarter. I don't fucking need that. I'm not a seal. I don't want a meat puzzle. So then they bring me this, if I go to a fancy place and they tell me it's a deconstructed Napoleon or a deed, whatever the fuck, I know what I'm getting into. I ordered soup. Who the fuck deconstructs soup to the point where there's different ingredients on the bowl and a and a, and a thing or on the plate and a thing of broth where now you, I don't want choose your own adventure soup. I don't want it. I just want soup. I want to cry. I'm not kidding. I I, I just... Just give me my soup. Instead, it's this fucking—it's a map with with and you know <laughs> Australia is corn and and I'll look over here the noodles represent Japan and I, what the fuck? Put it in a bowl with the juice. Put it in there with the soup juice and make me a bowl of fucking soup. I'm and I I know. Look, this to me this is funny and interesting, but it's also it couldn't be more true, and it 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 made me sad. To, to, when it came, I don't know why. I don't know why. I, cause I, what I wanted to do is say, I don't want this. Take it. I know that's what a child would do. I, I recognize that, but it was the overwhelming feeling inside of me. Oh, I had guys, I got fight or flight from lunch and, and, and I, I don't know what to do about it. It was fucking weird. I just, I just literally wanted to push it away and go, just, I don't care. I, I don't, I'm not going to eat. I don't want it. Um, and, and, and it was, it was that moment that made me go, cause look, cause I've been pondering a lot of things and thinking a lot of different things. And look, I know how uninteresting it is for you to hear me break myself down into fucking layers, Every, You know what? I'm now your fucking choose your own adventure. I'm your choose your own adventure podcast because now I'm breaking myself down into fucking layers that you got to put together and try to make work. And that's fucked. And I don't mean to do that to you. I don't mean every week to to show you the black mold in the corner of my brain. I don't. I wish I didn't have to. I wish I didn't have it. Um, but goddamn, I, I felt it was so weird. Like I felt overwhelmed in that moment at a restaurant getting a fucking plate of food. And I don't know. Why? I, I, I don't know. Cause look, that's always been there for me a little bit, you know, in school or growing up or whatever. Um, even when I'd be on the road and people try to talk to me at the bar, I'm like, I got to get the fuck away from these people. I, I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm not enjoying this. And I just, and that was why I would, to my detriment, I would be on the road doing comedy and I would finish my set as a middle and I would leave. And I would go get Taco Bell and go to my room and watch mystery science theater or basketball or sports center or whatever. And I was so happy. I was away from everybody and a door was between me and them. And it's become worse. It's just become worse to the point where, you know, and, and look, it's not like I'm, I'm fucking dug in like a tick. I always joke around like that. Hey, I go to movies, I go eat, I go to the restaurant I and I, I drive Uber. I go out, I do stuff, but, but I, I, I'm at my most comfortable when I'm just hiding from fucking everything and everybody. And, and that, that we went to that lunch and it was awesome. And then they brought that food and I, and I'm not, I wish I could explain to you that I know it's anxiety. I, I know these are all self-diagnosed things. It's anxiety. It's fucking whatever the fuck it's again. I have all the, I have all the letters. I got them all. I got all the letters completely. Um, by the way, I'm just going to tell you this joke that I thought of because Oppenheimer's coming out and, uh, And I thought about, you know, because there's this in the commercial in the trailer, they show them they're like, we got to build a city for everybody to live and nobody gets to talk to them. We got to build this bomb. And I left because imagine trying to do that with social media. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Imagine now just going, hey man, we got to build a city where nobody gets to talk to anybody. And then you see Einstein and he's on his phone and he's typing E equals M C L O L on fucking Twitter. And it's like, okay, great. (laughs) Um I I uh and and I wonder and I wonder what if there's some sort of relationship between my my being averse to social media and participating on it. And, and this thing that I tell you about where I don't want to build a soup. (laughs) I don't know, man, (laughs) these are questions for a dude with a mustache and a pencil. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I couldn't tell you, I don't know, but so I've been, uh, you know, trying to figure out what the fuck's, and, and look, it's not like I've been trying to figure out, like I'm sitting here pondering things and reading old tomes. You know what I mean? I'm not fucking Shazam. I'm not going through these, you know, uh, I must research into the, into the fucking catacombs I go and pull out the old volumes and see what's wrong with me. I, I don't do any of that shit, man. I don't, I don't, if anything, I, I just, I don't touch it. I, I let it sit there. It's just there. Let it sleep. And that's cool. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just, watch something and go to sleep. Like I'll sleep with it. So I don't have to think about it or do it. Uh, but it, but when it manifests itself, it, it used to be, again, there's those things where you go, Hey, this is quirky. Or is a thing I do that's weird, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? You used to think to yourself, Oh yeah, this is a weird personality trait that I have. And now you're thinking to yourself, Hey man, this, is this kind of dangerous? Like, is this weird? <laughs> like, is there, is, is there, a, has a fuse been lit like 35 years ago and eventually it's just going to fucking blow up. And look, I'm not, The fucking Unabomber, because I think you guys know me. I am way too lazy to type a manifesto. That's never fucking (laughs) happening. If anything, you'd have to listen to this fucking show for 15 years to try to glean clues about why I went ahead and I blew up a fucking post office or (laughs) whatever the fuck. But also, I'm not blowing up a post office because that's, man, I got to build a button. Like, if I could fucking, you know, if there's a button, I could push maybe, I guess. And also, I got to make sure nobody's in there because I don't want to hurt anybody. I'll blow up letters. Fuck them. Fuck postcards. I'll set those on fire. Who cares? I don't know, man. Uh so yeah, I I just I found myself in a in a in a this, this thing where I'm I question what's wrong with me. <laughs> you know? I, oh I, Mike. I, well, you can make fun of me all you want. I know it's I'm stupid. I'm making it, it's fun
0: just... of you. I, I I am not making fun of you. You stand here and you go, I have ADHD, but man, I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, but I
1: don't know if it's, it's that for sure. And I can't go oh, to a doctor to t- oh, have him tell me. Or whatever
0: allow fact. me to give you number three on the ADHD list is emotionally unstable when something happens that is not what you're expecting. And you don't know how to react to it in a in a way that is functional. And it's well, I, like the soup showed up and you literally I watched you have an ADHD meltdown of this, what? And I'm like, it's a dip. It comes that way. Yeah. But, but I got it to go and it was in a bowl. And I'm like, exactly yeah, because, I... because everything to go is in a bowl. They can't serve it as a dip to go. So, you know, if you've never ordered it in, you didn't know that that's information you didn't have and your brain literally imploded because it was like, that's not how it's supposed to be. And you can't function to turn on that correctly when you're well, already there.
1: All right, but let's, but let's also to, to, let's not make it sound like I had a meltdown and I crawled under the table and I cried. I no, I did get works. sad and, and I ate, I did build my soup eventually, you know, with it, it, it took two minutes for me to go, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I don't, it was, it was, it was like, Im- imagine if you ordered a sandwich and someone brought you a Rubik's cube and you were like, Hey man, I, this is, what are you, what's going on? Solve that solve this thing and then you can eat you know what i mean it, it just seems so fucking and i i know i'm wrong i get it i i
0: you're not wrong your your brain reacts in a way emotionally that is not the the path of of the way a normal person would react to that a normal person would be like wow i didn't know i'd have to make it myself but we're like but that's not what i ordered and why is this like this and the world is and they're and we're and it becomes very big because it does your synapses don't work properly. It's not a failure or a moral problem to have a disconnect like this.
1: Yeah, but but if your brain doesn't work properly, you're stupid. And I don't want to be a stupid guy. You know what I mean? No, like, that, that is then ridiculous. then you're
0: calling me stupid and that's really rude because I have ADHD. I'm not calling you stupid. I'm talking about me. But 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 you can't say that well, ADHD you. Means stupid.
1: Well, you can have ADHD. I must be stupid. Clearly, that's ableism What are you doing about that? Oh my goodness! I don't want. Let's not do this. I'm not putting the labels. The point on I'm
0: that. making. Now you is... know what? That's
1: labelism. What you just did, I'll tell you that. Putting a label on what I was talking about—that's labelism. Uh oh. Did I serve you soup?
0: No, my brain just locked.
1: What the? <laughs> the
0: the point being, though, is you have a path on this. It's just the inability to be able to act on it. That is so difficult. And I know that because I spent years not understanding until I was diagnosed with dyslexia and then ADHD. Well, actually it was ADHD and then dyslexia, um, you know, and now EDS. I, I Letters are everywhere, unfortunately.
1: Well, um, let me ask you this. If those diagnoses happened in that order, did you think that you had DDHA? Now, okay, just checking. <clears throat> you said they did that first and then dyslexia. So, the first yes. one you could have, what the all right, never mind. Uh, so, so I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just again, I'm going to be dead soon. We all well, not we all are. I don't want to, I don't want to cast that Paul over everybody's day. <laughs> well, hey, man, well, we all die. Everybody's gonna die, clearly, but but I, me sooner than others, clearly. Um, I, I. I and this is not the time for discovery. You know, I don't want to spend the last twenty years of my life going, ah, oh, you know what? Ah, oh, man, Oh, it's that really? You know what I mean? I don't want to be that fucking guy who now now. Because look, I I surfed the wave of my my inabilities for years and years and years, and and now I'm gonna hit the rocks. That's fucking terrible, man. Keep surfing, rip, rip that curl or whatever the fuck those idiots do. I have no idea. Oh man, I don't want to discover shit about myself. That's fucking terrible. Nobody wants that. But, but it's funny because I look, you see people now and, uh, I'm neurodivergent. I'm autistic. I'm this, I'm that. And, and the old Chicago idiot in me is just like, sure you are, uh, because everyone gets to pluck a label from the sky and excuse whatever it is that they do. No, I just said that's the old Chicago guy in me. Yeah. All right, but then the guy, the other guy who is enlightened and reads and knows things, understands that people have challenges that they're dealing with, and they're all grasping for what it is and how to fix or solve or live with it.
0: Ding 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 ding. ding.
1: Uh, yes, I I'm, but I'm I'm I serve two masters. I serve that guy. I serve the enlightened guy who's got a carnation in his lapel, and I serve me who would beat that guy to death with a tire iron. I had that guy. Uh, I, I mean, it's so funny to me that like the the world I would have thrived in at 23 has arrived, and I'm too old to survive in it now. I, I mean, it's like this thing where like, hey man, let's just fucking fight. You want to solve this? Let's fucking go. Let's go go round and fucking round outside. Let's just knuckle dust until somebody's right. And it's like, okay, but I was 23, that was the shit. But now at 56, I'm like, I'm I'm infirm. I can't do that kind of stuff. Everything I read now is it's like the rising wave of the even even billionaire assholes. Those fucking idiots. Let's get in a cage match. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You have a you have a eighty. You have like not even like eight hundred billion dollars. Like it's I, mean, I can't even even by overstating the number, it's never even enough for what they have, and yet it still comes down to hey man, let's strip down and fight. Let's grease ourselves up and brawl. And like I said, you, you find me in nineteen ninety. And I'm like, you know what, man? Let's fucking do this. Let's go. I don't have to, I didn't have to have eight. I didn't have to have a billion dollars. I didn't have to have a dollar for you to fucking go. Hey, man, you want to go outside and scrap? Okay. Let's do it. Uh, and then yesterday there, you know, he wants to measure dicks with this guy. Literally like the, the fucking richest man on the planet is like, Hey, we should have a literal dick measuring contest. I got news for you. If you're calling for a literal dick measuring contest, you lost this, just the very fact that you think anybody that's like just go, Hey, literally, you know what you just said? Hey, I want to see your dick. That's what you said. (laughs) There's nothing about a contest, nothing about a ruler, nothing about let's have this. You literally just went to the other guy. Hey, man, can I see your cock? Because I think that would settle things. No, it wouldn't. You just want to see my fucking cock, you weirdo. What is with this pile of weirdos? And I see it and I'm just like, like, again, all right, pivoting back to Superman. This is the thing I'm talking about. Like, I've, I've said before, I want to be great. I just want to be great but I don't make any effort at all to do it. I understand that that's on me. That's always on me. But, but then I see stuff, the the things that people like, you know, fucking Zuckerberg opened a thread stick, right? he, he he's got this new app and I'm like, I can't do it. I can't, I, it's, it's just another thing that I will use to fucking pogo over and not do the things I'm supposed to do. And that's, that's what I, I you know, I like Twitter. When they, he did that bullshit a couple weeks ago. I do, you can, you can pop your eyes at me because I because of what I use it for. I don't like the assholes and the blue checks and the fights and the bullshit. I like being able to fucking pull up a baseball injury in seconds. I, I like being able to pull up, you know, it was this instantaneous. What if
0: Threads gives you that without all of the assholiness? But it's, but the, but
1: the fucking shoe's gonna drop, the bill is gonna come due he's going to come and ask for 12 bucks to make it official to be on threads you know he is this is what they do and that's the thing i don't everybody's not paying
0: for facebook why would we pay for threads
1: you can pay for Facebook because there is a meta there's a it's it's literally 12 bucks a year to do like facebook verified or whatever the fuck or meta verified
0: yes but but the point is why do you immediately think he is going to be as bad as musk was
1: are you defending know, a billionaire? Are you defending I, a billionaire on this show, no, really?
0: I here's what I am doing. <laughs> I am saying that consistently he has been horrible in this way. That's it. Where Elon is like all over the page and asking a, people to see their dicks.
1: They're terrible. I they're they're just they're and all no, of them I, I, just
0: I would never defend either of them. Un- but I understood. am saying that threads is actually kind of nice because you see blue check marks again and you go, Oh, that's someone that's verified. I will, I will now read this rather than go, I don't know if I should read this. And, I,
1: and I've heard, I've heard again, there are people who love it. There are people who are like, Oh, it's this. And, but but my point is like enough megaphones enough. I, and again, I've, I've spoken to this before about the irony of a guy who's had a show for 13 years, giving his opinions Wondering why everybody has to give their fucking opinions. I, I get it. I understand it. It's look, guys, I'm a fucking paradox. All right. I'm, I'm an onion peeled or not. I, I will hit you right between the eyes and make you bleed or you can peel me and I'll make you cry. Either way. I'm not someone you want to fucking handle. Um, but, but like, so, so getting back to the Superman thing, I, I literally for two days now on, on Twitter, there's an, Argument about whether or not Superman is an immigrant, <laughs> because someone used it as an example. Like, because here's why: somebody posted a picture of fuckneck uh, Trump as Superman, and they're like, and literally wrote, "President Trump reminds me of Superman." Share if you agree, whatever the fuck, dumb shit. And then someone was like. Superman was an an immigrant who came and worked for a journalistic society to see what was going wrong with people and try to help all all this bullshit. And someone's like, Superman was not an immigrant. He (laughs) came from space and he landed and they took, he's an earthling because they took him in. And I'm just like, I'm reading it and it it just reminds me of this. There's a scene in family guy where something's happening and Stewie just silently pulls out a gun and puts it in his mouth. And I'm like, yep, because I'm, I don't. And that's in like threads is just another place to argue about whether or not Superman is an immigrant. You know what I mean? And, and, and look, these are functional tools. Twitter to me, you know, before he got involved, Twitter to me was this function. It was like a phone. Like it was like having a phone on your wall when you were a kid. You needed it. You had to have it because you had to stay in touch and abreast yeah. of everything that was going on. And breaking news would happen. And also there were great times where. Like there was a, a World Series game that went 19 innings, and we were all tweeting all night long about it, and having it was like a community. It was fun, even though it was an electronic community. It was fun. It was still a community. It still fostered some sense of belonging. Um, but now, man, I don't want to belong to this shit. I I, <laughs> I'm, I saw somebody today they posted like again, again, because people. There's another thing. This, is, this, If people would stop doing this shit, it would probably fucking fix it for me. People retweet the dumbest shit, like quote tweet it, so they can comment on it or get mad about it or dunk on it. So someone tweeted something about, yeah, I was going to apply at the N word Walmart, but they didn't use N word. And they said, but I I applied instead at the store across the street because it's better. And I won't have to pay for Ubers to go to work. Like someone tweeted that. And then someone retweeted it and went, yeah, this, this, this platform is really going down. going down, whatever. And like, well, or you could just block that ass fuck and not and not deal with it. You could not share that in me with me now, so I had to fucking see it, or anybody else who follows you or whatever. Got it's it's again, it's the essential bit, and it's a bit a million comedians thought of, but the person I identify with it is Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, this smells awful. Taste it. You, you know what I mean? Like it's just this. <laughs> the, the, yes. the, it's it's Ellen DeGeneres' bit because that's she's the. You know, I had that bit growing up, but I, she did it on a special in my mind. I was like, that's hers. Now it was just like, she tastes something that goes, Oh, taste this. And, and that's, that's social media in, in a, in a nutshell, to a certain extent, like I, and, and again, I don't mean, because this is nothing more uninteresting than people bitching about wokeness or bitching about what they can and can't say, or bitching about social media. I get it. And now here I am doing it and I, and I hate it, but also what the fuck am I gonna talk about? The Crusades? I mean, I, I, you know, this is, this is the planet we live on. This is the world we are in, and and I'm a part of it. I'm I'm hip deep in it. And and if I go to Threads, it'll be over my nose, and who knows what'll fucking happen? I have no idea. And I and, and look, I say all this knowing full well that eventually I'm probably gonna to have to get that account. <laughs> I I I because just because just be, to, to have a finger on the pulse, because otherwise I might as well be fucking Kaczynski. I might as well be in a cabin somewhere. And, and you know, wh- when I talk about hiding in my apartment, you know, that one of the main drugs that keeps me in my apartment is social media. Cause I can still see the world through my phone and not have to fucking deal with it. You know what I mean? And, and it, it keeps me, it's it's a, it's a, you know what it is? It's like one of those ankle bracelets you get when you're fucking arrested and you got a house arrest except mine's a phone and I could walk away from it, but I don't. It's fucking weird. And it's not like it used to be during the pandemic. It was worse. Like I would get notifications from fucking the, the, my phone. And it would say last week you spent an average of 14 hours and 11 minutes online on your phone or whatever the fuck. And I'd just be like, Jesus fucking Christ. That seems like a lot. Um, and, uh, now, you know, luckily now we're down to eight and a half or nine. You know what I mean? So I've, I've taken a a, a solid five hours off it from fucking, (laughs)
0: Whatchamacallit? <laughs> where do I find that?
1: <laughs> it te- You know what? I, I have it hooked up where it tells me every Sunday morning. Look, I'll wake up to it, and it's actually an alert from my phone that says, you spent an average of blah, blah, blah online last week.
0: Screen time. There you go. <laughs> Mine is turned off.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's, that, and that's smart. Why not? Oh, I mean, boy.
0: Okay, this is my phone. Let me turn on screen time. But
1: the running, you know, the running joke of this, of the show is always, you know, he's, I could fight a sink. Like I get mad at this and I get mad at that. And, and now I'm at the part where I'm like, uh, maybe you shouldn't have been fighting a sink for 15 years. Like maybe, maybe you should have, but then am I funny? Then is there a show? Then is there anything interesting or good about me? I don't know. You know it's like I told you before like I did this in The One Man. The first day I went and saw my fucking old therapist she was like you I'm going to you, you need Adderall. Like she wrote me a prescription and I literally put it on my corkboard above my computer and I looked at it every day. I didn't fucking I never filled it. And this <laughs> that, is true
0: because Nothing says I have Adderall like?
1: Well I I I didn't not taking fill
0: it. The medication.
1: Well because in my brain then I'm just I and I said this literally this is verbatim from The One Man. Uh, then I'm just that asshole who had to turn his life over to a pill and couldn't fucking fix anything. Then I'm the, the guy who didn't fucking make an effort and instead leaned on. That
0: is the effort. Nah. that is the effort. Can't if you found out tomorrow you were diabetic and they're like, you need insulin every day. Would you be like, man, my body's weak. I'm not taking insulin. Fuck that. Put it, oh, it on the court. I wouldn't
1: probably... put it on the corkboard. board.
0: You use it to hold the adderall up the needle of the insulin injection.
1: You ever see yeah, you ever see like uh when like a guy gets shot in the movies and they cauterize the wound with like fire and whiskey or whatever the fuck? Here's what I would do. Like via diabetes, I would just fucking eat fruity pebbles all day, every day until it (laughs) went away. Yeah, you fight fire with fire, man. That's what you fucking do. Just me, Fred, and Barney kicking the shit out of fucking diabetes. That's gonna be awesome.
0: I I wish I wish you could see that life could be different who wants that
1: (laughs) i want to get i want to i want to have my world fall apart because my entree was was (laughs) not even wrong they brought me the right shit they just didn't put it in the right container
0: (laughs) i uh we've all been there you know we've all been through a mass traumatic experience with COVID. Well, which, I have, which brings out our issues even higher right now.
1: And I know, I know that, you know, I, like I told the vitamin story a couple weeks ago, yeah. tr- truthfully. And I know that that is also part of this. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, I know it is like, I, I, I have to make ice every day. And I, the trays, you know, the trays go in order. There's, and then you rotate the trays. So they're all, so everyone gets a turn to be first. You know what I mean? Um, And, and then the other day I, <laughs> I was, I got distracted because something got tipped over, like that had water in it on my countertop as I was doing the ice. And so I had the water running and then I had to wipe up this thing and I put the ice tray down and I didn't think about it. And I looked back and my ice trays were stacked on top of one another instead of being laid out single file. And I didn't know who was first. And I apologized to my ice trays because I was wrong and, and what I had done. (laughs) I was oh like, and, and kind of oh meant my. it like it was, it was silly in the moment, but also I kind yes. of meant it cause I felt bad because you know what they rely. I'm their dad. I'm the ice trays dad. They rely upon me to keep them safe and make them working in perfect order and let them go first or second and make sure nobody is like, I, you know, I'm, I'm the Karl Marx of ice trays. Nobody uh, to each their own. You know what I mean? I, I take care of all of them individually properly. Nobody gets favored. We're all favored nations. We're all. And so everybody gets a turn at the top. Everybody goes from the bottom. We all work hand in hand, part of the collective. And when I messed it up, I turned around and I went, oh, I'm sorry, dudes. I like literally said it to the fucking. And then in my brain, I went, what is wrong with you? You're apologizing you to ice trays. But then, but then I go the other way and I'm like, well, fuck you. What if the ice trays like our, like it's, wouldn't it be a better world if we believed everything was needed an apology or it had to be nice. You had to be nice to stuff. What if the, you know what? It's like in Toy Story toys are supposed to be fucking dead right but then you see a bully beating them up and you realize the toys are alive and you're like that fucking asshole why is he treating those toys like that because we know the toys are alive so why can't those toys be ice trays why can't i have a cowboy ice tray and a fucking space man ice tray and a couple of mr potato ice trays and i gotta be nice to them.
0: i i am looking forward to your vitamin and ice tray movie where yeah. they all come to life for you. Oh,
1: stop. Could like, you please write yeah, that? Like Fantasia where they come down the they come down the stairs. Yes. See? And Fantasia, the brooms are nice because he's nice to them.
0: Uh, these are all movies. They are <laughs> not in fact real things.
1: They're they're either movies or they're they're rantings in the middle of the night from a guy who's actually fucking handcuffed to a bed. <laughs> they won't let him out. Hey man, don't bring anything sharp to room eleven. He thinks his ice trays are alive. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I don't know, man. I I just. And and so, like I said, it's always been kind of the running bit that that's who I am. But I. I I don't know. Like, I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong to be who I am and how I am and the thing. You know, it's not I'm not harming anybody. I'm not dangerous. I'm not bad. But but I also recognize it's kind of fucking weird sometimes. You know what I mean? Like to to. When lunch gets brought to the table and it's an ex- existential crisis where you just want to leave, you just want to get up and drive away and get as far as away from your fucking disassembled lunch as you possibly can and then come back and get your friends.
0: But but, you know, it's not about the lunch. So you keep saying it, it's about the processing. It's it. It's about how much your brain can handle anymore you when you were with me the other day well even just before here when I was like trying to find an appointment and a time and I'm like well I could have you come here but then you wouldn't be home in time for that and then I have to go this is my entire day and at the end of the day sometimes Eddie will be like what do you want for dinner And I'm like I can't make another decision I've made I've made at least 16 decisions today and my brain has gone my processing time is over and I cannot do anymore. And that's what happened there was all of the stuff cumulatively had come down to, I expected this and now I have work that I didn't expect and I don't. And that's the brain.
1: Yeah, but for me, like that, because you had an overload of work and all that. I I understand that. That's what I'm saying is like, I don't have that. I don't.
0: But it's a different overload. It's a different stress. It's a different pressure. You have been self-employed for how many years now? Yeah. It is exhausting to be self-employed because you are the boss, the worker, the editor, the, the script writer. You're the uh, guy who pays the bills. You're the guy who does your taxes. You're the guy that collects the stuff so that they can do their taxes. You're the guy that has to remember all of the stuff. And eventually you're like, I just want to crawl into the covers. It is it is a reasonable response to being overwhelmed. And when you have ADHD, your brain does not focus or it hyper focuses. All day long is overwhelming. Getting up and remembering to brush my teeth is hard. There are times I can't brush my teeth in the morning because I literally can't will myself to walk into the bathroom.
1: Yeah, I'm my brain not, won't let me. We're very different. Like, I, and then I'm there not, are times
0: where I'm like, I can't go. I'll get into bed and I'll start to fall asleep, and I'll go, I didn't brush my teeth, and I will be hyper focused enough to get up and brush my teeth. It manifests in different ways, but it always comes down to circuitry not not firing properly. I wish I could get back on ADHD drugs. They won't put me on them. It's frustrating.
1: Well, then here's what we do. I go in and I get diagnosed. They give them to me. I give them to you.
0: That is a federal offense. So let's not do that. Um, but, you know, I would love to see Mike on ADHD medication. What did they prescribe for you? Do you remember?
1: she literally i don't know she gave me Adderall that's what it was it was a yeah. prescription for Adderall and i put it on the corkboard above my computer so i could look at it and i was like yeah there you go um i now please please again recognize everybody listening to this anybody listening to this you know i'm i'm not boohooing my hard life i'm not i, I recognize you have jobs you have children you have so many more pressures you have so many other things that that you have have to deal with that i do i'm not I'm not trying to claim some sort of uh privilege and I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just dealing with the fact that this is what it is. I'm not, you know, it's it's like when I would talk with Max, we'd talk about growing up, you know, and he's got a, a dad who fucking had mob ties and I got a mom who may have seen a murder and was doing Coke in the house. And you know what? You just live the life you lived. That's the, that's what and you and that you became who you became and you try to do the best you can. Um, so, so I'm not sitting here saying, Oh my God, you guys should feel bad about this and these terrible things. Uh, I'm just, I'm just stating plainly the facts and that now for some reason it's become, uh, I'm noticing it like before I lived it and it was just kind of fodder, but now it's a thing where I'm like, Hey, is this, is this a bad thing? Is this something I should fix? I, because, because again, when we said, we tried to record here and she, we've talked and I said, I want, you know, let's, let's start over. And she said, yeah, we fine. Go ahead. And I said, well, no, just start the whole recording over Cause I, <laughs> I can't record until the lady says recording in progress. When I hear her say that, I know that we're recording. So she's like, well, just, just keep talking and just know to edit it out. And then I, the way my brain works, it's almost like one of those old school jukeboxes where you see the arm go and it grabs the record, pulls it up, pulls it down, pushes it down. There's all those things. Like, well, what if I forget? What if I don't get it? What if I don't get the right syllable? What if I don't get it out? What if I do this? And 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 then I just then I don't. even, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not going to talk. I'm not going to do a show. We don't have to do a show. It's stupid. Why would we do a show? That's fucking dumb. Because again, why would we even do it? And I just I fucked it up. If I didn't get right on the first fucking try, there's no fucking reason to go ahead and do a second one. So you're right. We shouldn't record. Go ahead and just fucking let it go. And and that's that's it. That's that's kind of a true portrayal of what happens in, in the ridiculous waterfall avalanche of, of my skull. I, I I saw, it's funny. Facebook gives you these memories. And I, I, I (laughs) Max used to do artwork for the show and he used to do explosions of id where he would illustrate something I had said when he would listen to the show, he would hear something and he would illustrate it every week. He would do one. And he, he came up with one, this is from like eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago. And it was just a picture of me. And I was, and I said, uh, and the, you know what? I, I should, I'm going to find it because I actually screenshotted it and I'm going to, cause I can't remember it off the top, but I want to make sure I phrase it properly. Um, <laughs> on an old show, I said, I have a brain cluster. Everybody else has a brain. I have a head, like a ball pit of Chuck E cheese and it's full of tiny colored brains. And And I I feel like that sometimes. And I feel like that all the fucking time. And I felt like it then. That's another thing that's even funnier. is that's literally 10 years ago that I fucking said that shit. Uh, And and, and 11 years ago. And then I I saw it and I laughed. And then in my brain, the other day I was like, yeah, man, it just got worse. (laughs) It just like, what the fuck, man? I don't know.
0: I think it affects other people differently than it affects you but now it's affecting you
1: the onion put out a headline the other day and I retweeted it (laughs) because it made me laugh and it just said man just having one of those decades where he feels doesn't feel like doing anything and I'm like hell yes and I just retweeted and I just wrote because people always retweet the retweet say, I feel attacked or I feel seen and I just retweeted and I wrote attacked seen (laughs) etc <laughs> because any anything you want to ascribe it's just a picture of a dude with a remote in his hand and his feet up and it's a man having one of those decades where he doesn't feel like doing anything and i'm like you know the timing on that is actually pretty sweet when you think about it you know 2020 and pandemic and all other bullshit uh but also i was i was i was bad before then too i recognize that i gotta to apologize to you people how could you put up with this for as long as you have i don't even fucking know jesus it's christ Money.
0: You're funny. You tell a great story.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) yeah, but people, but you, you, but I mean, I I guess, I guess you can serve vintage wine in a broken decanter.
0: I don't don't think you're broken. I Eh. think you're chipped. I think you're a little chipped around the edges. We all are in different ways.
1: By the way, that's the most pretentious thing I've ever said. So go ahead and kick the shit out of me next time you see me. uh but it popped in my brain and i was like you know what but also you know the thing you bust your own balls for saying something that actually was kind of poignant then you feel like a dick you know what i mean i'm like because i actually kind of like that i don't mind that turn of phrase because my whole life exists to turn a phrase that's what i want to do i want to use language i want to be great i want to say things you'll remember i want to be remembered in that way and look i don't want to be remembered in history nobody's gonna be like oh (laughs) that guy Fifty years ago. Remember Jonas Salk and Mike Schmidt? Those fucking guys were great. (laughs) Holy shit. Who was the polio guy? I don't know. I forget. forget. One loves polio and one got fucking mad at soup. Almost punched a goddamn breaded chicken plate. (laughs) Fell apart and almost ran away like a child because he was scared to build a soup. Fuck you. Choose your own adventure soup. I don't like it. I invented breakfast soup on the show. You remember that 20 years ago? Yes. Oh, man. We don't get enough breakfast soups. Fucking pancake bisque. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't even know. It's been a couple weeks. In, in, How uh,
0: oh, are we huh? supposed to finish the dentist?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, just, you know what? I just, uh, it's nothing really. It's just that I went, I just... You know, over a decade ago, those people told me to use those mouthwashes. Mm-hmm. And then and then I haven't seen a, a dentist in, again, 11 years easily. It's got to be t- 12 years. It's got to be 13 years. <laughs> I'm just going to keep adding numbers. I haven't seen a dentist since I was born. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: but I just saw the dentist recently, and I talked about it on here. And uh, and the chick went in to clean my teeth, and she's like, when was your last cleaning? And I'm like, I don't know, 2009? <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. And then uh, she cleaned my teeth and she's like, your, your mouth is fine. And I'm like, what? And she goes, yeah, like, like if this weird, Or even all, everyone was puzzled, They because I guess they'd expected it to be some suck fucking like a cave. You would ride a log ride into an ab- amusement park where everybody's scared. I don't know, but they just looked at it and they were like, yeah, no, you're, you're, this is like, she's like, I'm shocked. Like you're not even bleeding. Like when I clean your gums and all that. And I'm like, Oh good. And she's like, what do you do? <laughs> I'm like, I said, "Well, I brush my teeth twice a day. I use mouthwash twice a day. I use two different mouthwashes, and I floss." And she's like, "What mouthwashes do you use? Like, because you can hurt your teeth if you use like mouthwash more than once a day. It's real severe." I said, "Well, I use two different." I said, "I use this Sonicare in the daytime, and then I use BioTine Dry at night." And she made this face like, "Hmm." <laughs> Like, I almost expect her to be like, oh, young Padawan, you have solved the secret of your mouth. You know what I mean? It was fucking, I made her proud. And I, I you know, I get off on that. That is like my favorite thing to do in the world is to make some authority figure think that I'm great or are happy, that I, it, it brings out the little boy in me. Like, and the dentist does it in a way I can't even explain. I told that story by year two or whatever the fucker, listen to year two on YouTube when I went to that dentist. And I sat there as they fucking took a jackhammer to clean my, deep clean my fucking mouth, blood everywhere. My mouth, my shirt, the fucking arm. And I just sat there, didn't take, I didn't say a word. And they were just like, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy at a dentist? Who's such a good boy? And I'm like, it's me, right? It's me, isn't it? And they're like, yeah, you're so good. And I'm like, yes. I, I Because when I was a kid, when I would go to the dentist, he would, uh, he would, you would get these, um, these, these, these things that turned like that turned a drink a certain color and they would make your teeth a color or whatever. Yeah. And he would give me those like as a reward if I did the, 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 did the dentist thing. Right. And, uh, and again, this, I'm sure this is because I didn't have a dad. I know you're going to write me and be like, you know, if you'd had a father, maybe you wouldn't have looked at the dentist, you know, for the one hour validation every six fucking months when you were a kid, which by the way, that's strong. I think my mom took me to the dentist four times when I was a kid. Um, but still, uh, I go to the de- so I went to the dentist and I, they were like shocked at my and, and so then I did that was, and then I just went for another cleaning. Uh, Cause it's, it's literally been six or seven months since my last dentist appointment. And uh, I sat down, dude, it took 15 minutes. She did a little buzz around zoom, zoom, zoom. She goes, yeah, you're, you're fine. You're great. I mean, I, she goes, I don't even, it's, you know, I can see you in eight months probably, but we'll just schedule for six just to be safe. And I'm like, all right, cool. So when you think of me as a falling apart, ramshackle tenement. Please know that at least the entrance is sparkling and exactly (laughs) what it's supposed to be. (laughs) Uh, I've got a great door. Once you get in the building, though, forget it. Although I can't, now that I love this idea of fighting Fruity Pebbles, uh, diabetes with Fruity Pebbles, I'm going to fucking do that. I got to get diagnosed (laughs) first, but just fucking kicking ass, just going two-fisted, eating Cocoa Pebbles and Pop-Tarts.
0: Oh, man.
1: Uh man, I went to Walmart the other day and it, it, you should know when I say that, you know, I used to go to Walmart when I was, when I was at my ex's place all the time, there was a Walmart that was close by her, her house and it was, it was 24 hours. So sometimes I would drive her to work at three thirty in the morning and then I would just go to Walmart just to fucking whatever. And, uh, and we would, she and I would go there too. It's like, it, I will say that kind of, you know, just to go grab whatever we look for weird cookies and chips. She got into my fucking nonsense. But, um, But that's because it's in the Midwest. There's a Walmart fucking everywhere. You know what I mean? You 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 go to the river. There's a Walmart, and then you get on the Walmart boat across the river to the other Walmart. You know what I mean? It's one of those fucking things. Well, here in LA, there's not there's not a preponderance of them. We got Targets and stuff like that. But like there's there's a couple of there's one by actually by Lily's house. Um, I think I told you, you know, by year six or whatever the fuck, they actually sold that chocolate fruit I used to eat. I was like, what the fuck, um. But also those, so I went to Walmart the other day and it was like 1030 at night. They close at 11. It was still like ridiculously busy. It was fucking brutal. But unfortunately, you know, of course at that hour, just like walking through prison gen pop, you know what I mean? It's not like there's fucking, you know, anybody. I'm serious. It's, it's literally,
0: I understand. Yeah.
1: You're just like, Hey, uh, you're, you walk in like, Hey, where's the bread? See that guy with the face tattoo. Walk past him to the guy with the other face tattoo and then go down the aisle to see that guy with the fucking face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, TMZ just reported that Dennis Rodman got a face tattoo and, uh, I, I can't think of anything less newsworthy. I really can't. I, I don't <laughs> because, because again, you're, you're operating under the, the, the premise that face tattoo is news or, right? and I I can see that sort of, and also celebrity face tattoo is news. Okay. I got that. I can even understand that. But then if you go make celebrity Dennis Rodman, if you were to think of anybody in the world who was going to get a face tattoo in your brain, you would be like, yeah, it's fucking Dennis Rodman. Of course, that motherfucker's going to get a face tattoo. It wouldn't even be news. Um, Oh, did you look it up? Yeah, that's supposed to be his girlfriend. You know what that looks like? There used to be a fucking sketch on, on Sesame Street with an orange with a rubber band for a mouth that's saying opera. That's what it looks like he's dating. I think Dennis Rodman is dating the orange from Sesame Street that's saying opera.
0: Oh, no. la, la, la,
1: ba, yeah, but either, either way, why is that news? Why the fuck is that in my, it, it's just in, and I know you guys are like, well, well, Mike, you curate your feed. And I'm like, yeah, but people, they fucking tweet shit into my feed all the time. And also, if you're going to make fun of Dennis Rodman for getting a face tattoo, take a breath. Seriously, fucking, <laughs> just, just fucking think to yourself about what you're about to do, champ, and take a fucking lap because you're just, that's not even low-hanging fruit. That's just rotted fruit on the ground that you're picking up so it doesn't kill your grass. I mean, fuck me, man. If anybody in the world's going to do something stupid, it's going to be Dennis Rodman and a tattoo. If you said, hey, man, Dennis Rodman did something stupid tattoo-related, of course he did. You know what you want me be news would be Dennis Rodman gets all tattoos removed. That would be news, but no. I got to see him with this fucking, this weird cartoon character on his fucking face.
0: I don't
1: even know why this came up. Um,
0: All right. You went to Walmart.
1: I did. And uh, uh, it was fucking, yeah, because I had a fucking, you know why? Because I was like, uh, you know what? Because I had salty snacks in the house. I had a salty thing, but I didn't have anything with sugar in it. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the store. And uh, I can't, here's the thing, I can't go get chocolate bars from Ralph's anymore. This is this is again, this is when I have a problem. You know, I used to go to Trader Joe's to get my fruit, uh, and I had to sort it and all that shit. Well then I pivoted to the Hershey Giant Hershey license plates of chocolate, and uh they just rate it's there's those are now four fifty a bar. Jeez. And now now we're entering Hey man, maybe you should quit smoking territory. You know what I mean? Like
0: <laughs> Yes, I do. When
1: people are always like, "Ah, oh, man, I can't believe cigarettes are fucking twenty dollars a pack," and I'm like, "Well, hey, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you fucking wring out your lungs and give them a rest the rest of your fucking life, man. What the fuck have you done with yourself?" Uh, and so then, when I saw that the, the candy went up, because I used to buy six bars at a clip, yeah. and so I'd just they just be on my table and I could just reach them. And I, t- sorry, I'm going to share this. I probably shared this with you before, because uh, I told was I, I don't know who I told, and they were just like, "I can't believe you're telling me this right now." I go, "It's true." Uh, like sometimes I'll just want to sleep on my couch, like just sitting, there. I'll be watching and I'll be so tired. I don't want to go to bed. (laughs) So, and I, I, I've probably told you this, don't yell at me, but, uh, I'll have like a candy bar next to me and I'll put, I'll put like a square of candy in my mouth and then I'll just go to sleep and, uh, and just with it in my mouth, like a King like a fucking king. He just gets to sleep with fucking chocolate in his mouth. Oh, it's amazing. And then you wake up like an hour later, like, oh, and it's all, it's all melted. And then you got to put another one in there. Oh yes. It's so beautiful.
0: I would choke to death.
1: No, I'm sitting up. That's the thing.
0: Yeah. I would still choke. Sometimes. I'm on a
1: couch. No, it sometimes melts. It's melts. great. I will say this though. Uh, one time I woke up with, and my head was, fell forward and there was just chocolate. Like I look like Gene Simmons with blood, but it was chocolate. It was all down my chin and shit. I'm like, Oh no, the King needs a wipe up. The King needs a wipe up. And the, you know what? Nobody, nobody heeds my call. i had to get up and wash my own face. I didn't, I didn't fight and scrap and scramble to get to this point in my fucking life. to have to wake up in the middle of the night and wash chocolate off my own face. What the fuck, man? Send me an angel. A chocolate wipe an angel and get her in my fucking house. Send me an angel. Uh, So people have been writing me, texting me, emailing me, looking for answers. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just the IRS. But other people as well are writing me, (laughs) writing me and calling me. And uh, they're like, hey, Mike, you never told us uh, uh, how your new car is doing. The car that we purchased in good faith and thought you would tell us about. Yes, I understand. Uh, and your lovely people. And again, I can't thank you enough for all of your efforts. As you may or may not know, uh, at the beginning of, I believe it was March, I, uh, I totaled my old car and then there had to be a GoFundMe operation and people stepped up and were incredible. And uh, I was able to purchase a new car. And this car that I purchased was a uh, 2017 uh, Toyota hybrid Camry and it is everything I wanted in a car. It was lovely. It was, it was loaded. It has, it has shit that I don't even know how to use it. Like, like Toyota has, (laughs) I'm not even joking. Toyota has an app that you can put on your phone that then like interacts with your car. And I just, I think that is terrifying (laughs) because I think we all know that all of our apps talk to one another. And, and the last thing I need is for somehow my Facebook to start talking to my Toyota and telling it what to do and where to go and all that. Sh- I don't want, I don't want anything to do with any of that stuff. No, thank you. Um, <clears throat> So uh, I think I told you that I took the car and it had an oil leak. And I, I just, this is part of Schmitty life. There's always <laughs> something going down. And so I, uh, I said to myself, "Well, here's what I need to do." Of course, I I went because I went to my mechanic, and he said there was an oil leak, and he's like, "Got to bring it back to Carmax." And so I brought it back to Carmax, and Carmax said, "There's no oil leak." I think this is where I left it when I told you about it. Yeah. Carmax said there was no oil leak, and I was like, "All right," uh, but my mechanic is saying there is an oil leak, and they're saying, "Well, we're telling you there isn't one," and I said, "Okay, that's fine." Now I should tell you this. Uh, well, let me let me just recap real quick. I bought the car and I took it home and then I had to bring it into my mechanic and he looked at it and said, there's an oil leak. And so I called CarMax and they said, Hey man, uh, we don't have an appointment for 10 days. I was like, that just seems fucking ridiculous. But because I bought a car, they're like, no, well, you know, this is just the way it is. We're not open on the weekend. And I said, okay. I said, can I bring you, can I bring the car? I go, I can't drive the car with an oil leak. They said, we'll bring it in and leave it here and we'll give you a loaner. And I said, okay, that sounds fine. So I brought it in and they kept it for nine days. And then they, uh, they said, uh, Hey man, there's no oil leak. I said, this seems ridiculous. My mechanic says there is one, here's his report. And they said, we're looking, we don't see an oil leak. So then when I went to pick the car up, they had washed the engine. So where there was oil that my mechanic had showed me, there was no longer oil. And they said, yeah, you know, we went in and we looked and we took, and you can see we cleaned it off and uh, there's no oil leak. We drove it and and I said, okay. I said, well, um, can I get reimbursed for going to my mechanic? And, he, you know, because it cost me 160 bucks when I went to my mechanic. And uh, they said, no, we won't reimburse that. I said, fair enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, you got to try, I guess. So I took my car and uh, I scheduled an appointment the next day with my mechanic. I called up and I go, Hey man, I, you know, they're saying there's no oil leak. And he's like, well, Mr. Schmidt, I'm telling you what we found. And I said, I, I understand. I go, they're telling me they didn't find it. So what I need you to do, I'm going to bring it in for another inspection. Uh, and he goes, well, Mr. Schmidt, that's not, that's not any good. I said, I don't, what do you mean? And he goes, well, I can't look at it now because you said, you said they cleaned the engine. And I said, yeah, <laughs> by the way, Iron Eyes Cody, the guy who cried in the, the Indian guy who cried in the trash commercial. That's who my mechanic is, I feel like, now as I'm delivering this voice. Oh, oh, Mr. Schmidt, you can't bring car <laughs> because the wind says no. Uh-huh. So I I he's like, I can't you can't come in here because you haven't driven it. I said, Well, no, I, I just picked it up and he goes, Yeah, so you're not gonna We told you it was like a small oil leak coming from the crankcase by the timing chain belt, whatever the fuck. He goes, but we're not going to be able to see it until you put some miles on it. He goes, so you have to drive it for like a week or so and then then schedule the appointment. I said, okay. I said, well, I'll, I'll drive it a bunch this week. And when can I come in? He goes, come in Saturday. I said, great. And this is on Monday. So I said, cool. Schedule me for Saturday morning. And then that week I drove. I drove all week uh I actually drove to Vegas and back a couple times um and I so I put I put a good you know like 6 or 700 miles on it that week I drove it a bunch and I brought it in Saturday morning and uh there's a guy I don't want to say his name Rudy what the fuck I'll say his name what, what do I care Are you got to go find him Rudy works at my mechanic's office I brought it in and uh my mechanic is a, it's a father and son outfit It's a dad and two sons, although I think one of the sons now doesn't work that, but the one does. They're they're incredibly nice, but they're not, you know, they're not the guys I used to have on the west side. I told you all this a million times. So I brought it in on Saturday, and uh, I sat there, and I just look. Again, I'm just looking for the green light. That's all I want. That's all I want. And I'm sitting there, (laughs) and uh, an hour goes by, and I'm like, son of a bitch. And then sure enough, Rudy walks in, he's got an iPad in his hand and Rudy goes, uh, Mr. Schmidt, can I, can I see you? He's German. I'm not going to do the accent, but I was like, yeah. And I told you that happened the last time I went in there. like, Mr. Schmidt, can you come here, please? And I'm like, fuck, it's like being in school. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that, so I walked over and he goes, uh, you have an oil leak in this car. And he, he shows me the engine. There's, there is oil. There's. He showed me. There's burnt oil in one section. There's other oil. He goes, I said they told me it was condensation. He goes, this is not condensation. Engines don't sweat oil. He goes, he goes. I'm telling you right now. This the reason they're not seeing it is because they don't want to take apart the crankcase. But I'm telling you that's where it is. He goes, I'm showing you. And he pointed it out. He took photos. He did. And I'm just sitting there stunned because again, what the fuck? I mean, I, I mean, I again. I have talked to so many people who went to CarMax. I have a friend who bought five cars from CarMax and all of them loved them. They were like, yeah, no, they're amazing. They're, they're, I would go a second time. I'd go back. I'd go a sixth time, whatever the fuck. They all loved it. And Rudy's here pointing and he literally puts his finger on it. And you can see him. He swipes oil. And then there's, like I said, there's oil that's like looking kind of fresh. And not, it's not a lot, but it's clearly coating this particular part. And then there's dark burnt oil in inside. And he's like, that's because the engine is warm and it's, you know, it cooks it when it's on there. He goes, this is, I'm telling you right now, he goes, you, you, you've, there's an oil leak there. There it's on the timing chain cover belt. I'll put it in the report. He goes, but this is because I'm telling you, here's exactly what's going to happen. He goes, it's very small, but in six months you might start seeing oil under your car. And then six months after that, it's going to be $1,200 to fix. I'm just, I'm just giving you the facts. He goes, I know what this is. He goes, but at the same time, I will tell you this. We don't do these kinds of repairs here. This would be something that they would have to do or you have to bring it to a dealer because it has to take apart the crankcase and get deep into the engine. He goes, we're not going to do that. I was like, all right. I said, you're sure? And he, and he which offended him, of course. He's like, I've been doing this 40 years. You can not listen to me if you don't want to. I go, no, it's not. You got to understand my position. I believe you. I, I do. But I'm being told by the people who sold me the car that there isn't one. And he goes, they're wrong. I'm telling you that right now. I said, great. And I go, and so he goes, we'll pull your car out, whatever. And I go to the front to get the keys. And the guy goes, yeah, it's
0: $166. Mm.
1: <laughs> and I went, What? He goes, yeah, it's that's how much an inspection is, and I and it was the sun, and I went, Jesus fucking Christ. And he and he then goes, I'm I'm really sorry. He goes, it's just that's that's what we charge for an inspection. He goes, can you get them to reimburse? I go, they already told me no once. I go, they're not going to reimburse. So now this is now three hundred and thirty bucks. I've spent just to get them to look at it and tell me that there's a fucking oil leak. Well, Carmax will tell me there isn't one. So I, I, I said, no, it's fine. And he goes, look, he goes, if you bring it back a third time, we won't charge you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: I like, wow. Awesome. So you mean, so I'm not going to be at $500. It's just, we're going to stay at three thirty-three. Good. All right. Thanks. Not his fault, not their fault. It's the policy. And I can't expect somebody to go, hey man, we're just going to do a free inspection of your car. I, I get it. It's fucking. They don't. They don't have a garage to serve people for free. I understand. Doesn't mean I was happy about it, but that's the way it is. But now, I have three hundred and fucking thirty-five dollars worth of wrath to turn on a fucking carmax. So they pull the car out, and I pull away. I just go around the corner, and I, I dial the phone. And as I've told you before, uh, carmax is unbelievably easy when you're purchasing a car you're looking it up you you got i got approved online you make an offer they say yes it all happens online like it's fucking crazy how it works and then they have a guy call you to follow up as he fills out the paperwork um but he's just in a call center these aren't these aren't car experts these aren't like as i said before it's like buying a car from a burger king like you just it's just a bunch of people who happen to work there they're not Experts in the field or people who know cars, it's Jasmine with a Z who can answer the phone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's the way, and that's the way they handle their business. And again, up until there was an oil leak, I would have sung their praises to the fucking heavens. Like, I mean, I was so incredibly enamored with the way, because after, because you're talking to a guy who has spent 11 hours in a car dealer before as they tried to get him financed and sent it here and sent it there and asked questions. And then tried to, then they came one time, they came back and they were like, okay, man, you're all set. And it wasn't a Murano that I was buying. They were trying to sell me like a rav four. And I'm like, I'm buying a Nissan Murano. They're like, no, it was a rav four. We're sure of it. And I'm like, I just test drove the fucking thing. I mean, dude, this (laughs) is, this is what they do. It's who they are. They're just, they're just fucking vampires. With loud ties who want to make you sign four pieces of paper, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> but now Carmax, I, I was doing it online. It was just, it it couldn't have gone smoother. It, it uh, they uh, if a ghost had come and lifted me in the air and put me in the in the seat like a ch- like you know what when you're driving at night and your kid falls asleep and you gently pick them up out of it and they put them to bed in your house, that's what Carmax was like in reverse. I was asleep. <laughs> and they gently picked me up and they placed me into the car of my choosing and I was ready to go wherever I wanted in the world wee But now I've just paid 370 fucking dollars to be told that there's an oil leak twice So I pulled around the corner and I called CarMax and again it's fucking it's it, you might as well be calling the fucking post office Uh it's a bad example it's no fault of the post office Um
0: <laughs> stupid perfect example
1: calling anybody uh, and I dial up and I get a woman on the phone and I'm like, Hey, I, I, have an issue. Um, you know, I have, uh, my car is, is, uh, I've been told that there's an oil leak and then I brought it into you guys and you said there wasn't an oil leak. And, uh, now I'm being told again that there's an oil leak and this, this doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't know what to do She's like, Oh, well, did you want to make a maintenance appointment? I said, no, I'm coming there right now. And she goes, um, well we're not open on Saturday I'm like fuck fuck because I, for- I completely forgot they weren't open on fucking Saturday and I'm like god damn it I'm halfway there and I'm, like, and I'm, and I gotta, I'm full of rage like I got a mad on now who am I going to get mad at now I got to find somebody to scream at I know soup um, <laughs> so I literally I had to pull over uh, again and, and go fuck I don't alright I need to make an appointment and she goes okay well we have something next Friday oh, listen to me I'm coming in Monday morning when you open. And she goes, well, I, I don't, we have appointment. I go, listen, I'm telling, this is the second time that I've done this. I have to come in there. You have to look at it. I need an answer. I just need it. I go, what time do you open? She goes, well, service opens at seven and I go, I'll be there at seven. And she goes, well, hold on. And she puts me on hold, comes back. She's like, sir. Yeah, we, we can't have you at seven. I said, well, I can't drive a car with an oil leak. I, I, again, Already my weekend is shot because I can't take the fucking car out. And I said, I know this isn't your issue. This isn't your problem. You just answer the phone. But I have to be in there. And she goes, hold on. Puts me on hold again. Comes back. Can you come in at 10 a.m.? Yes, I can come in at 10 a.m. Thank you. Then all weekend I just sit here grinding my fucking teeth. And uh, Monday morning I get up and uh, I drive my oil leaking car over there at at 10 a.m. Drop it off, give them the keys. And the woman was incredibly, like, the woman I dealt with in the service department was so lovely. She could not have been more helpful or accommodating. She also sympathized with what was going on, empathized with my plight. She, she did everything absolutely correctly. Filled up my paperwork. I'm really sorry that's happening to you. Hopefully they can take care of it as soon as possible. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe this is going on. Like, all, all of it. That's all you want. You really, because how many times have I told stories where you go in and someone's like, yeah, what? and you just want to freak out on him because what the fuck man uh so I gave her the keys and she goes hey can I can I get you an uber home and uh I said sure she was actually it'll be a lift and I said that's I don't care <laughs> whatever it's fine I'm not choosy so she goes I'll, I'll order you a lift to take you home and then they'll, we'll get you one to bring you back when your car's done I said terrific that's I I appreciate it so then the lift comes to pick me up I get in the car uh and look, I drive for Uber and occasionally I'll feel bad because I will drive for a week uh, and at the end of the week my car has had, you know, 90 to 100 people in it and so my car smells like 90 to 100 people to a certain extent with lemon thrown on them. Some at some point, you know what I mean, it's it's just I try not to like, I feel bad. Like, even if there's stuff on the on the mats or the floor, like, I, I don't want my car to be dirty ever for me, even. I don't I don't have a dirty car. But when people are getting in and out of it, I feel like you owe them something. They're paying, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, this lift pulls up, and I open the door, and I literally out loud, I went, whoa. Because the passenger side backseat is fine. The driver's side backseat is a crime scene. The only thing missing from it is a chalk outline. Like, I'm not even joking. And I went and I said, Whoa. And he goes, You okay? And I go, Yeah, what the hell happened in your back seat? And and this is when you know there's trouble. He just goes, What? (laughs) (laughs) And and at that point, you know what? You know, this is the thing you cut your losses. Because there's no point in, in. you can't yeah. go, well, dude. I literally, you there's. It it looks like the Manson family was in this fucking car. Like, what happened to your back seat? Like, you can't do that, because he's not gonna. He's never gonna agree to it. He's never gonna go. Oh yeah, that. You know what I mean? And you go, yeah, that, that ridiculous fucking horrible Spider Man's Venom symbiote costume <laughs> that is soaked <laughs> into your fucking seat. Uh, so I just got, I got in careful to avoid that side of it. Took a picture. So I, maybe I'll post that on the, uh, on the, on the Joker's page. Um, shocked by it, but genuinely shocked. And, uh, he took me home and the, the CarMax is about six miles from my house. So, yeah, it's what a 15 minute ride or so gets me home. I walk in the door and I sit down and I'm like, all right, I'm going to probably go, I'm going to try to get some sleep here because, you know, early morning for me at 10. <laughs> and, uh, I get in the house. I sit down and a half hour later. My phone rings, Brrr, answer it. Hey, Mr. Schmidt, it's uh, CarMax. Yeah. Yeah. There's no oil leak in your car. Pardon me? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, our, our master tech went through it. And I said, did he look at the report I sent you from my mechanic? And he goes, well, yeah, you did attach it. I go, did he look at the photos I sent that shows the oil on the engine and did he look, did he take apart the crankcase? Did he look where he's, and he goes, I can't speak to that, but my master tech, who's, you know, he's worked here for 13 years. Uh, he says, there's no oil leak. I said, great. My mechanic has been doing this for 40 years. Says there's an oil leak. And he goes, well, I, I don't know what to tell you. And I said, well, I, I I can't keep this car. He goes, well, I can't help you with that over the phone. I go, no, I understand. I got to come in. I go, but. When I come in, can I talk to the master tech? Can I look at my engine? Can I stand there with him? And, and he goes, "Oh yeah, th- just come on in." I said, "Great." Now I may not have told you this in the last show. I I didn't tell you that this t- this show, but in the last time I talked about this, um, you know, I got thirty days to return the car. That's the deal. You know, you you have thirty days or three thousand miles, and I'm only at like a thousand miles at that point. Uh so so I'm I'm golden. This is I should tell you this is the thirtieth day. That's, that's why it's so important for me to get this done. This is the 30th day. And so this is the day I have to make the decision. That was why I wasn't going to wait nine days. So I wasn't going to do any of that bullshit. So, uh, he goes, all right, I'll transfer you. And he put me back to service and she's like, well, we'll send you another lift. And I'm like, Oh Jesus, I might've survived the fucking ride back. <laughs> Maybe that's their plan. That could be their plot. <laughs> Uh, so Lyft comes and picks me up, takes me back to CarMax. I go into the, I just go into service and I look at the girl and I go, look, you, you got to take me to the master tech. And she goes, yeah, I think they parked your car around the corner. I said, I need to look at the car with the master tech. We have to observe it. And she goes, hold on. Makes a phone mm-hmm. call. And again, she, she, it's not her problem. She's being very nice and doing what she's doing. She calls and she goes, oh yeah, no, they didn't park your car. It's in the, it's in the bay. Like, they want you to come up. And I said, great. She goes, all right, I'll take you. I said, terrific. So uh, we go, we walk across. We get in an elevator. We go up to where we're supposed to go. uh, And we walk in, and there's my car with the hood up and uh, the master tech, uh, Dave, uh, who's there with his unitard, uh, you know, sparkling clean. Well, the, the seat, you know, the mechanics, and they climb into that fucking, that clothes, that's one thing. Is that a unitard?
0: Generally it's a jumpsuit? <laughs> I, I don't know. A, a unit chart is something that like a ballet dancer wears. Well,
1: he's not the Flash. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ. Are you, or he's wearing uh uh coveralls. Coveralls? coveralls? Is that makes yeah. is That what would you call it? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. It's a one piece thing. I don't fucking know. Who am I? Fucking Calvin Klein? I almost died in a fucking lift. Uh, um Jackson Pollock took a lift before me and I had to fucking decipher it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So uh, I walk over and he's there and he's beaming. He looks like Mister Fucking Goodwrench. He's just standing tall, chest out, the cleanest coveralls you've ever seen. Uh, units are fully in place. So we go and he go. I walk over and I look, and the engine. I can fucking see myself in it because they cleaned it the first time I brought it. They power wash this shit now because it is it is so fucking clean, right? And I look and I and and all the oil that was everywhere is gone everything's gone he goes yeah mr schmidt we you know we went through and there is no oil leak and i said okay i go did you see the photos and he goes what photos and i go the photos that were attached to my mechanic's report i go my mechanic you know, it, I, I go, not nothing against you and your experience. My mechanic's been doing this three times as long as you. And he says, there's an oil leak. He tells me it's right here. I pointed at it right under here, under the crankcases. You need to take it apart because it's the timing chain cover gasket. And it's leaking slowly, very small. But he goes, in six months, it's going to be bad. Uh, and he goes, well, there's no oil. And I, I know there's no oil. You've power washed the engine clearly. And that's fine. I love it. It's beautiful. But, dude, you... There's an, I'm telling you there's an oil leak in here. I've twice now I've opened the hood and there's, there's oil where it shouldn't be. Well, that's just condensation from an, I go, it's dude, it's not, I go, I go, I hate to do this to you, but my mechanic tells me engines don't sweat oil. I go, if it was just me talking to you, I'm a fuckhead. I don't know anything about cars. (laughs) All right. I would nod politely at at you and drive away. I go, but I got a guy and this guy tells me, he assures me that there's an issue with this engine and there's an oil leak. He goes, Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you, man, I've been doing this a long time and, and we do not see it. I said, okay. I can't keep this car. He goes, well, that's not up to me. He goes, you can go down and talk to the sales manager and figure it out. You know, just the, I go, oh, I go, I love it. It's exactly what I wanted. Please. And then now I'm apologizing to him. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, dude. I don't mean to doubt you, whatever, but I mean I and I love this car. It's exactly what I wanted. It's the one I picked uh I, I just i can't keep it if it's gonna have an oil leak i can't And he goes well that's up for you to decide like i said i'm telling you this is our recommendation we don't think there's an oil leak you should be fine and i said i great i got a guy and he told me there is one and i don't know anything at all and now i'm sitting here talking to you not knowing anything and he goes yeah i i don't know what to tell you. And, then, and then also the poor woman is there she's just like and she keeps going oh oh like she feels bad because she genuinely feels bad. That's the thing. Because she sees me agonizing over what the fuck to do. Because I don't, I truly don't know what to do at that point. I know what I have to do. I have to give the car back. Because I can't take the chance on taking a car with a fucking oil leak. I just fucking can't. Because especially, this car was funded by the public. People out there, you guys bought this fucking car. Also, I, I now have a loan. I have a car payment. I got a five-year note and I can't, I can't spend that five years with the sword of Damocles over my head waiting for it to drop into my fucking soft spot. You know what I mean? I just can't fucking do that. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, all right, I gotta give it back. I go, do I, do I take the car, drive it down? And he goes, no, that's fine. Go talk. And they'll let us know what's going on when you talk to them. I said, great. And I looked at her. I go, I got to talk to somebody. She's okay. We'll, we'll let you talk to our sales manager. Come on. And as we're walking, she's going, I'm really sorry. You know, I, I don't know what to tell you. I wish this wasn't happening for you. You know, and it's such a nice car. It's really beautiful. They washed it. And I'm like, yeah, they washed it. They washed the outside and the inside. I didn't fix anything, but they fucking washed it. I didn't say that to her because that would be mean because she's just trying to comfort me, and which is, which is not her job. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. It's it's not, I felt bad for her. And again, I almost apologized to her because it's like, you don't need to pat my shoulder. I'm not an infant; needs to be burped. This is their fault at large. It's not, it' nothing to do with you. And I'm sorry that you're the first line of defense to a crazy person who's, who had, you know, a hundred friends him a car and now it's on the verge of having to be given back. Fuck. So I went and they, and at CarMax, they see you at it. They're like, sit at a table, put over here. We'll go get a sales manager or whatever. She puts me down. And I called, I called my mechanic and, uh, you know, I, I, I talked to Paul and I said, Hey, look, is Rudy there? Can I, I can talk to him and he goes, sure. Yes, Mr. Schmidt. Hold on. I'll get Rudy. So he gets Rudy. I said, Rudy, look, it's Mike. I was there Saturday. You told me there's an oil leak. I'm back here. They've power washed the engine. So there's no more oil on it, but they're telling me there's no oil leak. And he just kind of laughs like, (laughs) ha ha. And I go, so I just need you to assure me that there that that there's an oil leak under the timing chain cover gas. I I just want to make sure I have my verbiage correct, my language when I talk to these guys. And he again gets mad because he thinks I'm questioning him and his expertise. Well, Mr. Schmidt, I've told you 40 years I do this, and I'm not I'm not trying to lie. I'm not I go, no, stop. <laughs> Rudy, you gotta stop, buddy. I go, I'm not. I believe you, you're my, you're my guy, but you're the one I'm using as my bulldozer here to tell them that there's something wrong. So when I give the car back, I'm going to have to say, it's you guys. I don't know if they're going to want to call you or what they're going to want to do. I, he goes, I'll talk to anybody
0: (laughs) He goes, I have
1: been doing this a very long time. And I am telling you what I said will come true. I said, all right, that's all I want to know. I said, I'm not, I, I trust you, but I have to be able to tell them. So, uh, I hang up waiting and the, uh, service manager, no, the, uh, the sales manager finally comes over and uh, I think his name was Mario and, uh, yeah, he's got a beard, baseball hat, khakis, you know what I mean? Just, it's so casual there. There's no, there's no sharks. Yeah. I thought for sure I was going to get the shark now. You know what I mean? While I'm sitting at the table when they, when they're like, all right, we got to get the sales manager. You're like, oh fuck. This is some Russian dude with a sugar cube on a toothpick. You know what I mean? He's just going to fucking walk up <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ. I got to deal with some fucking mobster. But no, it was this guy who was wearing his nice blue Carmack shirt, his khakis and his baseball. Hat. And he's, Hey, how you doing? Mr. Schmidt, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. I was at least till I got here. Well, what's going on? Oh my gosh, what's happening? I said, well, um, I bought the car and, uh, you know, I explain everything. Like I bought the car and I love it. It's exactly what I wanted. I found it. Uh, it was almost like a miracle because I found the same car in Florida and then it was sold because I didn't want to pay to have it shipped. You know, I'm like, I'm like making this story far more elaborate than it needs to be for him. Like, I don't know why I'm because it, because it was too easy at this point. You know what I mean? It was all too easy. And I can't imagine that if I just go, Hey, I'm giving your car back. They'll just go cool. You know what I mean? Like they sold it to me that way. Hey, I'm buying your car. Cool. I can't imagine in a million years that if I go, hey, I'm giving your car back. Then to go, cool. This has to be the part where they fight me, right? So I say, I know I get this elaborate explanation. Hey, man, I saw this exact same car. It just had a different color interior and it was in Florida, but I didn't want to pay the two grand to get it shipped here just for a test drive, so I had to pass on it. And then two days later, the exact same car was in Pleasanton, California. So it only cost like 200 bucks to ship it, and it was amazing. And then I, I didn't even wait for the shipping; like I bought it online because the APR was so ridiculous. You guys approve it. He's just going, yeah. And so basically, I'm just jerking him off. And CarMax is great. I love CarMax. It's great. But then I brought it to my mechanic, and he said there was an oil leak. And he goes, oh, wow. He goes, when was that? I go, well, uh, shortly after I bought the car, like, uh, you know, I don't know, a month ago, th- three weeks ago. He goes, okay. And uh, I go, he said there was an oil leak, so I had to bring it to you guys. And then you guys, you know, you gave me a loaner. You had it in the bay for nine days. Uh, and then you, then when you looked at it, you said there was no oil leak. He goes, Okay. And our master tech said that I go, I don't know about that. I go, but, but I brought it back to my mechanic and my mechanic with 40 years of experience says there is an oil leak. He guarantees it. He showed me where it was coming from. He, all this stuff. And, uh, also I got to tell you, uh, Mario, I'm, I'm in 370 large with these guys for two inspections. Like it's 165 bucks each time. He goes, Oh wow. Oh yeah. And, uh, I, I asked about getting that reimbursed here and he goes, Oh yeah, no, we won't, we don't do that. <laughs> I said, no. Tried to do it there sneakily, but I guess it doesn't work the second time either. I said, okay. So he says it's an oil leak, and uh, this is on Saturday, and now I'm here Monday. And uh, he goes, what do you want to do? I said, well, what I want to do is get this oil leak fixed. He goes, well, you say there's an oil leak in our our, our Master Tech. I go, I just saw your Master Tech. I was upstairs. They've power washed the engine, so all the oil that was on it is gone. And I, I don't know, I, they said there's no oil leak. I go, so, he goes, well, okay, but what do you want to do? I go, well, I want this car to be perfect and I want to keep it. I go, but that's not the case. So I think I'm going to have to give it back. He goes, oh, okay. He goes, well, let me pull up your file. And uh, he puts me on the computer and he goes, uh, when did you buy it? I said it was April 15th, I think, and uh, I'm now in his office on May 24th, and uh, he pulls it up, and he goes, April 15th, and I go, well, it was April 15th, and he goes, well, that's past 30 days. I go, I understand that. I go, but you guys had it in your your service bay for nine days, so I didn't even have possession of the car for those nine days, and he goes, well, that doesn't matter. I said, excuse me? He goes, yeah, it's, it's a hard 30 days. I said, yeah, but nine of those, you were fixing a problem that, that needed to be fixed and you kept it in your service. Pay. I go, it's not my fault. You didn't have appointments for, for nine or 10 days. I go, why, why would I be penalized for that? And he goes, well, we're not showing a problem. And I go, I understand that but my mechanic says there is a problem and I brought it back the first time you guys said there wasn't one I go but but either way the 30 days that that 9 days should not count that should be uh, tacked on to the end here because I didn't even have the car for those 9 days and he goes yeah that's not how it works I go so I'm fucked and he goes yeah you know what you really needed to do was you needed to go ahead and uh, and talk to our mechanic a little sooner I go I brought it in as soon as I could you again you didn't have an appointment. You told me it would take nine days. He goes, I understand that, but your contract is a hard 30 days. I go, So I'm fucked. And he goes, Yeah, what I'm telling you is you should have, when you brought it in, or you should have read your contract, did you buy a service program pl- uh, plan with us? And I go, I didn't. I go, Quite frankly, it wasn't even offered to me because I bought the car online through robots. Like, I mean, nobody, there was no, I'm used to guys coming in going, Hey, man, you want the true code or all that bullshit? And nobody did. And he goes, Yeah, if you'd have bought a service plan, we could take care of it. It'd be a totally different story. And I go, so I'm fucked. And he goes, yeah, the thing and I go, listen to me, I'm going to stop you right there because that's the third time I've said I'm fucked. And every time I've said it, you've said, yeah, that's fucking bad. That's bad. And he goes, well, I don't mean that you, I don't mean to agree with you. I'm just saying, yeah, like it's it's just a way to open a, a response. I go, fine. You're not building any confidence in me at this point. I go, how are you telling me that you had it for nine days and that somehow counts against the 30 days when I didn't have possession of the car? He goes, well, here's what you should have done. At that point, he goes, I, he goes, your, your mechanic says there's a leak. And I go, yeah. He goes, your mechanic says there's a leak. Our mechanic says there isn't a leak. At that point, you should have decided who you would trust more. And then you probably just given the car back the first time you brought it in. And it was at that moment that I realized that CarMax was a car dealer after all and they weren't interested in you once you were out the fucking door and look i had a yellow bow on my car i had clapping i had applause and confetti and now i'm sitting here and you're and and you have the balls to tell me that you had that you had it in your service bay for nine days and that counts toward my 30-day agreement when it was not it was out completely out of my control it was out of my control and and i said to him i go you you had it nine days like i, I don't know what what's the disconnect here he goes well look at what you signed. It says 30 days. It doesn't say 30 days, but if we hold it in service, we'll subtract that or we'll tack it out. At the end. He goes, it's a hard 30-day agreement. Mm. And I, I go, dude, as easy it was as it was to buy this car, this is, this is fucked. He goes, I'm real sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my goes, God. You probably should have just returned it when you brought it in the first time. Like, now it's my fault. It's my fault that I didn't give back the car when they, and also, I, I was, you told me there was nothing wrong with it. Why would I give it back if you told me there was nothing wrong with it, motherfucker? And so he goes, I, you know, is there anything else I can do for you? And I go, no, absolutely not. I'm fucking bent over. We're done. And he goes, I'm real sorry you feel that way. And he just walked away. And I stood up and I was, I was angry and I I won't lie. I was break shit angry. I was, I wanted to just start flipping computers and shit. I was so fucking mad, but also I was embarrassed because I, I trusted that this would work. It seemed like it was being too easy and then it was. Uh, and I'm embarrassed because again, everybody bought this fucking car and I, I, I will just say this. I don't, I don't really believe this. I don't firmly believe this, but there is still a sliver of this in my soul. Once again, people helped me out and I fucked up Mm. because I needed help. And I, I didn't want to ask for help. I waited fucking three weeks and finally did. And people responded in a way. Once again, it was glorious and people are amazing. And I love you all. Everybody who stepped up, everybody who sent a dollar or sent a condolence or sent a, a note saying man i hope it works out all of you love you all and i feel like i let everybody down again like in that moment in that moment there i felt like you did it again like people trusted you and you fucked up you made you bought the wrong fucking thing and you failed them and i i was so fucking mad i was so mad and i i walked out and uh they had put my car out for me to pick up and i had to get the keys from the girl in service And she goes, they take care of it? I said, they absolutely did not. And she goes, what do you mean? And I said, they told me that the nine days you had it in service didn't count against my 30-day agreement. She goes, that's unbelievable. And there was another girl at the the desk, and she was a a black girl, and she just looks up and she goes, girl, what? (laughs) And I said, yeah, uh, they won't take the car back. Because they say I'm nine days past my thirty day, but in the middle of that, they had the car for nine days in service and didn't fix it. And the security girl, or the the girl who was handling my account, goes, "I am, I don't even know what to say. I'm so sorry for you, Mr. Schmidt." And uh, she gave me my keys, and I walked out. I said, "You know, the, the, I'm not mad at you. I'm I'm not. You did everything right, but." they need to be real happy that you're working at this desk because otherwise I would probably just drive my car right through this fucking window and smash everything in here. And then it went from her being empathetic and they, cause they both look at me just, and then now they cause now they wonder if I'm serious. Cause I mean, again, yeah. six two, fucking half a Mohawk haircut and I'm about driving my car through the window and you can see I'm, I'm swollen and vibrating. I'm so fucking mad. I'm just like, you know, teeth clenched. And uh, she's like, "Well, don't do that." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I go. I won't. I won't. Of course not." I go, "Thank you for all your help." And I just, I walked out to my car. I was in a daze. I won't lie. I was just like, "Cause once again, I fumbled the bag. Once again, I fucking failed." And I got in my car and I drove. And uh, and I took, you know, I took photos of the power washed engine. You know, so. Yeah. So in three weeks I can take a photo of the oil on the engine again. I don't even know. Man. I don't know. And, and I, like I said, I was break shit mad for about an hour and driving is not, you know, cause I just drove, I just drove in circles, which is funny. Like I'm going to drive it into the ground because I'm like, Oh, what the fuck? Who cares? um, And then I just, I had like the weirdest epiphany as, as I was driving. I'm just, I had the radio on and I was happy. I like driving. I've told you this. I, I do enjoy it. And just being in the, car after you know not being mobile for fucking two months and to recognize that this was i'm basically driving around in a gift from people and you know it was nice out there was a breeze the sun was shining and after an hour of just being fucking poisonously mad i just went what are you mad at what are you mad at you can't fix this nothing you can do and you're you're just wasting seconds being angry about it and also, like, cars need repairs. If you need to fix the car in a year, you got to fix the fucking car in a year. You know? I, I, I talked myself down just by realizing that I was in an unwinnable situation. There's no reason. You know, I, I have enough barnacles on my boat, you know what I mean, that slow me down and keep me from moving forward as quickly as I should. I didn't need another. So that's that. Uh, I own the car. Um, I looked under the hood. There's oil on the engine. Uh, Oh, and then I should tell you this, uh, because that was the end of May that this happened. And then uh, three weeks later, the maintenance light came on in the car. Oof. (laughs) and it said maintenance required soon and i'm like i don't even know what the fuck that means because usually in my old car it meant i needed an oil change and again when when you buy cars from a dealer you assume you don't need an oil change for 3,000 miles that that they that they rotate the tires you know you know what i mean like you just assume that all that shit's done and uh and so i made an appointment for an oil change at my at my my mechanic and i walked you know i set it up and Rudy comes in and he goes, do you know that there is oil on your... I go, yeah, Rudy, I know. (laughs) I know. I just wanted to let you know. I know, buddy. I get squared away. Das not gut. But then they're doing my oil change. And and Paul's like, Mr. Schmidt, could you come here? And I'm like... "Uh." (laughs) And... Because what they do is they they tell you they look first to tell you what needs to be done and then they text you to tell you what it is so I figure I'm getting an oil change which is like with new oils and stuff it's like ninety bucks you know what I mean and he brings me outside he goes here take a look at this and he shows me my air filter and my cabin filter they're black like the air filter is black mm. he's like he's like you need a new cabin filter you need an air filter uh you need an oil change uh I go all right do you, can you rotate the tires and he's like yeah and uh, so it was. It was another 330 bucks I had to drop to get all that shit taken care of. And also, I will tell you this: I learned uh, road a tire rotation. I thought came with the oil change. Does not. Does not. Uh, it's 45 bucks <laughs> uh, plus labor. So so th- even three weeks after I I was like ah whatever car's got to-. the maintenance light comes on and I got to bring it in and that that air filter. I mean it, it, oh. it just was wrong. I mean it was just black who completely he just he ran his finger oh my god dude so so people have asked they're like what's going on and here so I'm driving the, the incredibly beautiful Toyota Camry I love it. Uh it just happens to be a ticking time bomb. <laughs> and who knows when it will give out. I have no idea. <laughs> but then again, when you look at it. Aren't we all just ticking time bombs? (laughs) Cars, people, puppies, mice, pretty much all of us have an expiration date. It's just a matter of when it shows up. And all you got to do is try to run as fast as you possibly can to stay ahead of it, even a step ahead of it. That's all you got to do. So there you go. I got the car. Uh, Let's put it this way. I bought, you guys bought me a really beautiful paperweight.
0: (laughs) Not true. That for
1: the time being is functioning as a car. <laughs> you guys can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt You guys can be my friends at Facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can follow me at Twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can follow me at Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. I'm Mike40YOB. I do not have a Threads account yet. <laughs> I don't have any plans to get a Threads account yet so eventually i will be telling you about my threads account but right now <laughs> please know there's no reason <laughs> to look for me on threads damn it uh, <laughs> so find me in all of those places that's where you can go and uh, uh did i say you can guys get me at mike mike, mike yeah. all right good i hope i did um yeah so follow me and find me and friend me and look for me in all of these places i don't, I don't know for how long who fucking knows <laughs> until the ice trays and the vitamins team up to kill me in my fucking sleep. See what happens. Uh, you guys, I'm I'm part of the Misfit Toys co-op. I'll tell you that. Never not funny. Doug loves movies, the Todd glass show and no fun when Jen Kirkman uh, along with Danielle's show pal, Paul Gilmartin's mental illness, happy hour. All of those are in the Misfit Toys co-op. They're great. Check them out. Um, our good friend, the paranoid strain was on vacation for a while. He's back doing the show. Check him out. Our great friend, Fearful Jesuit. Of course, Mex. Now, this will crack you up. First of all, Mex, uh, you can get him at Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez, be his friend on there. He has a podcast called the Flemcat Cat Podcast. You can check it out where all the great podcasts are found. The same place you can find the Paranoid Strain podcast, as a matter of fact. The Plem Cat Podcast, that's four words. The phlegm Cat and Podcast. And uh, you want to hear this? This this blew my fucking mind. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Mex is on threads. <laughs> He, I, he would never get a Twitter account. He would never, I would go, you know, if you're selling art, like this is a good space to be in. You could do these things and maybe that. And, and uh, he's like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. I fucking, that's just dumb. I fucking hate it. And he put up his threads account the other day and I laughed out loud. I literally was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I mean, it was weird enough when he got an Instagram, but now he's got a fucking, he's got a threads that cracked me up. Uh, so he beat me to it. He he literally beat me in the social media arena. Good for him. Um, i have uh oh do you know i'm a cameo i am it's the summer you want to want to make a video of me telling you uh to be cool i can do that if you want to make a video <laughs> make a video of me telling you how fucking hot it is i can do that too i got all these things ready and loaded and locked uh we have the patreon page patreon.com slash mike 40 yob oh my god there's plans afoot um you can go to mike click the little horn boy in the corner if you want to send something you're super nice and uh, let me throw this out there real quick. I don't know how or when this happened. Well, I mean, I know when it happened. It happened just the other day. Um, but I want to thank specifically a gentleman who reached out. Oh, fuck me. God damn it. I'm trying to do my fun. I put on airplane mode because I don't want anybody to bother us. Who the fuck is going to bother me? Nobody. Uh, let me check here. Um, go over here and then here. Um, where is it? Nick Garcia is obviously a listener and friend of the show. And Nick Garcia um, sent me some a gift, like a nice thing. And I, I don't know, he sent it to me through Venmo, which is weird. Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't give my Venmo out. Um, and he just said it was in appreciation, which was incredibly nice. So thank you, Nick. Um, the only thing I could think of was, I, I don't know, I mean, I don't give it out. It was good for him. He looked me up maybe or something when, so I'm cause I'm not going to give out my name on fucking Venmo anyway. Uh, so thank you, Nick Garcia. I wanted to specifically thank you for reaching out because that was a super nice thing to do. I'm on cameo. Like I said, if there's birthdays, if uh happy birthday, America, it's a little late, but I'm sure America would still appreciate the sentiment. Whatever you want to hire me for on cameo, please go ahead and do that. It would be terrific. Uh, also, as I mentioned, I got Patreon and look, I'm just going to say this. I have youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. And that's where you can find this show, all the archives, Uh, not for this new one. And next week's, I don't think we'll be up for a bit because our friend KC is he's he's in the fucking jungle. Like he and his daughter went to Ecuador or some bullshit. So good for him. He's having a great trip. And uh, eventually he'll post these particular episodes to YouTube. Not that you care or whatever. Uh, And I'll say this twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. Hey, we were going to be back on July 3rd and uh, we weren't. And um, at this point, I'm a liar. I know you. You guys are like fuck. And I, but it's just, I'll be there. I'll be there, and I'll, I'll be in the Discord, and I'll I'll be active and tell you when it's going to go up. Um, yeah, I, I, it's embarrassing to even bring it up. But Twitch.tv/slash the forty year old boy. You're super nice to think of me. I do appreciate it very much. Uh, and we'll be back up in streaming games soon. Uh, please don't look up the word "soon" in the dictionary. All right. Um. And uh, and that's it, Lily. You got any plugs? You want to plug anything?
0: Um, I will be at the Golden Legends Champion Challenge August seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. I think it is, or seventeenth, or eighteenth nineteenth, twentieth in Las Vegas. You're talking about the GLCC. Um, GLCC, yeah. You can find that. I will actually be teaching a class there called Ask Lily. And those tickets will go on sale soon. And that is uh, a class where anyone can come in and ask any questions about the entertainment industry, podcasting, uh, anything that relates to being in the entertainment industry. And I will help you solve problems. It's a, it's a the only class I like to teach anymore because it's the only ch- class that that uh, challenges me.
1: <laughs> nice. Well good.
0: So go that's ahead. where I will be. And then I will be back there in October seeing Dita Teese because she's opening a show at the horseshoe, which used to be Bally's in the Jubilee Room. She is bringing back all of Bob Mackey's costumes and doing a burlesque show. So go look that up. It's not even my thing, but go look that up. It's pretty cool.
1: All right. Sounds good. And uh all right. This should go up Tuesday. No, is today, today Tuesday?
0: Today's Tuesday. It should go up right.
1: tomorrow. It'll be up tomorrow, Wednesday. And uh And then today's
0: Monday we recorded a day early because of my fucking schedule.
1: Okay. So this will be up Tuesday morning for everybody. If you're hearing this and then uh, there'll be another one later this week. Uh, I don't know what it'll be. (laughs) Who knows what it'll be. I don't know. There's, I have, I sit here and I think of things and I make plans and I manifest stuff and I wonder, well, what, what about this? And what about that? And I will tell you, there's nothing that drives me crazier than people on social media who are like, Hey, if, if I started a podcast, would you guys listen to it? Uh, it Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it and shut up. And then realize that no one will listen and then fail and then stop. <laughs> uh, so, but, but, so I don't want to, so whatever, I have ideas. You don't give a shit and nobody does. Uh, but I will, I will close with this. Soup is soup. <laughs> if you order a soup, it goes in a bowl with everything. Everybody goes in. I don't want to choose my adventure soup. I don't want a soup puzzle. I want liquids and solids within a structure that I can eat with some sort of spoon. Take that to heart, soup lords. We'll see you. Thanks, Lil. If there's anything I like, more than me, it's people who like me, I love me, but if you love me, I love you, cause you know why, we both love me, how great am I, let's talk about that for a while, and by a while, I mean forever.
0: Podcast! Podcast! Podcast.